أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون وسواء عليهم أأنذرتهم أم لم تنذرهم لا يؤمنون إنما تنذر من اتبع الذكر وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفرة وأجر كريم إنا نحن نحيي الموتى ونكتب ما قدموا وآثارهم وكل شيء أحصيناه في إمام مبين واضرب لهم مثلا أصحاب القرية إذ جاءها المرسلون إذ أرسلنا إليهم اثنين فكذبوهما فعززنا بثالث فقالوا إنا إليكم مرسلون قالوا ما أنتم إلا بشر مثلنا وما أنزل الرحمن من شيء إن أنتم إلا تكذبون قالوا ربنا يعلم إنا إليكم لمرسلون وما علينا إلا البلاغ المبين قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لم تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم قالوا طائركم معكم أئن ذكرتم بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وجاء من أقصى المدينة رجل يسعى قال يا قوم اتبعوا المرسلين 
اتبعوا من لا يسألكم أجرا وهم مهتدون وما لي لا أعبد الذي فطرني وإليه ترجعون أأتخذ من دونه آلهة إن يردني الرحمن بضر لا تغني عني شفاعتهم شيئا ولا ينقذون إني إذا لفي ضلال مبين إني آمنت بربكم فاسمعون قيل دخل الجنة قال يا ليت قومي يعلمون بما غفر لي ربي وجعلني من المكرمين وما أنزلنا على قومه من بعده من جند من السماء وما كنا منزلين إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم خامدون يا حسرة على العباد ما يأتيهم من رسول إلا كانوا به يستهزئون ألم يروا كم أهلكنا قبلهم من الكرون أنهم إليهم لا يرجعون وإن كل لما جميع لدينا محضرون وآية لهم الأرض الميتة أحييناها وأخرجنا منها حبا فمنه يأكلون وجعلنا فيها جنات من نخيل وأعناب وفجرنا فيها من العيون ليأكلوا من ثمره وما عملته أيديهم أفلا يشكرون سبحان الذي خلق الأزواج كلها مما تنبت الأرض ومن أنفسهم ومما لا يعلمون وآية لهم الليل نسلخ منه النهار فإذا هم مظلمون والشمس تجري لمستقر لها ذلك تقدير العزيز العليم والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عادك العرجون القديم للشمس ينبغي لها أن تدرك القمر ولا الليل سابق النهار وكل في فلك يسبحون وآية لهم أنا حملنا ذريتهم في الفلك المشحون وخلقنا لهم من مثله ما يركبون وإن نشأ نغرقهم فلا صريخ لهم ولا هم ينقذون إلا رحمة منا ومتاعا إلى حين وإذا قيل لهم اتقوا ما بين أيديكم وما خلفكم لعلكم ترحمون وما تأتيهم من آية من آيات ربهم إلا كانوا عنها معرضين 
وإذا قيل لهم أنفقوا مما رزقكم الله قال الذين كفروا للذين آمنوا أنطعم من لو يشاء الله أطعمه إن أنتم إلا في ضلال مبين ويقولون متى هذا الوعد إن كنتم صادقين ما ينذرون إلا صيحة واحدة تأخذهم وهم يخصمون فلا يستطيعون توسية ولا إلى أهلهم يرجعون ونفخ في السور فإذا هم من الأجداث إلى ربهم ينسلون قالوا يا ويلنا من بعثنا من مرقدنا هذا ما وعد الرحمن وصدق المرسلون إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم جميع لدينا محضرون فاليوم لا تظلم نفس شيئا ولا تجزون إلا ما كنتم تعملون إن أصحاب الجنة اليوم في شغل فاكهون هم وأزواجهم في ظلال على الأرائك متكئون لهم فيها فاكهة ولهم ما يدعون سلام قولا من رب رحيم وامتاز اليوم أيها المجرمون ألم أعهد إليكم يا بني آدم ألا تعبدوا الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وأن يعبدوني هذا صراط مستقيم ولقد أضل منكم جبلا كثيرا فلم تكونوا تعقلون هذه جهنم التي كنتم توعدون اصلوها اليوم بما كنتم تكفلون اليوم نختم على أفواههم وتكلمنا أيديهم وتشهد أرجلهم بما كانوا يكسبون ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ومن نعمره ننكسه في الخلق أفلا يعقلون وما علمناه الشعر وما ينبغي له إن هو إلا ذكر وقرآن مبين لينذر من كان حيا ويحق القول على الكافرين أولم يروا أنا خلقنا لهم مما عملت أيدينا أنعاما فهم لها مالكون وذللناها لهم فمنها ركوبهم ومنها يأكلون ولهم فيها منافع ومشارب أفلا يشكرون واتخذوا من دون الله آلهة لعلهم ينكرون 
يُنصَرُونَ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ نَصْرَهُمْ وَهُمْ لَهُمْ جُندٌ مُحْضَرُونَ فَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ إِنَّا نَعْلَمُ مَا يُسِرُّونَ وَمَا يُعْلِنُونَ أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الْإِنْسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقْنَاهُ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُبِينٌ وَضَرَبَ لَنَا مَثَلًا وَنَسِيَ خَلْقَهُ قَالَ مَنْ يُحْيِي الْعِظَامَ وَهِيَ رَمِيمٌ قُلْ يُحْيِيهَا الَّذِي أَنْشَأَهَا أَوَّلَ مَرَّةٍ وَهُوَ بِكُلِّ خَلْقٍ عَلِيمٌ الَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ الشَّجَرِ الْأَخْضَرِ نَارًا فَإِذَا أَنْتُمْ مِنْهُ تُوْقِدُونَ أَوَلَيْسَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِقَادِرٍ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ مِثْلَهُمْ بَلَا وَهُوَ الْخَلَّاكُ الْعَلِيمُ إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ فسبحان الذي بيده ملكوت كل شيء وإليه ترجعون صدق الله العظيم اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين اللهم إنا نحتفظك ونستودعك أدياننا وأبداننا وأنفسنا وأهلنا وأولادنا وأولادنا وأموالنا وكل شيء أعطيتنا اللهم اجعلنا وإياهم في كنفك وأمانك وعياذك من كل شيطان مريد وجبار عنيد وذي بغي وذي حسد ومن شر كل ذي شر إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم جملنا بالعافية والسلام وحققنا بالتقوى والاستقامة وأعذنا من موجبات الندامة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا وأولادنا ومشايخنا وأصحابنا وإخواننا في الدين 
ولمن أحبنا فيك ولمن أحسن إلينا والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم على عبدك ورسولك سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وارزقنا كمال المتابعة له ظاهرا وباتنا في عافية وسلامة برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله يا الله يا الله ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجرا واستغفر الله إن الله غفور رحيم أستغفر الله 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 
Astaghfirullah 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 Al-Azim Al-Ladhi La Ilaha Illa Huwa Al-Hayya Al-Qayyum Wa Atubu Ilayh Inna Allah Wa Malaikatahu Yusallun Ala Nabi Ya Ayyuhal Ladhina Amanu Sallu Alayhi Wa Sallimu Taslima اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم 
لا إله إلا الله 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 سيدنا محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل 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 
حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل فانقلبوا بنعمة من الله وفضل لم يمسسهم سوء واتبعوا ردوان الله والله ذو فضل عظيم اللهم يا لطيف ألطف بنا فيما جرت به المقادير اللهم يا لطيف ألطف بنا فيما جرت به المقادير اللهم يا لطيف ألطف بنا فيما جرت به المقادير وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما 
اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد صاحب التاج والمعراج والبراك والعلم دافع البلاء والوباء والقحط والمرض والألم اسمه مكتوب مرفوع مشفوع منكوش في اللوه والقلم سيد العرب والعجم جسمه مقدس معتر متهر منور في البيت والحرم شمس الدحى بدر الدجى صدر العلا نور الهدى كهف الورى مصباح الظلم جميل الشيم شفيع الأمم صاحب الجود والكرم والله عاصمه وجبريل خادمه والبراك مركبه والمعراج سفره وسدرة المنتهى مقامه وقاب قوسين مطلوبه والمطلوب مقصوده والمقصود موجوده سيد المرسلين خاتم النبيين شفيع المذنبين أنيس الغريبين رحمة للعالمين راحة العاشقين مراد المشتاقين شمس العارفين سراج السالكين مصباح المقربين محب الفقراء والغرباء والمساكين سيد الثقلين نبي الحرمين إمام القبلتين وسيلتنا في الدارين وسيلتنا في الدارين صاحب قاب قوسين محبوب رب المشرقين والمغربين جد الحسن والحسين جد الحسن والحسين مولانا ومولى الثقلين أبي القاسم محمد بن عبد الله نور من نور الله نور من نور الله يا أيها المشتاقون بنور جماله صلوا عليه وآله وأصحابه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وارخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم 
wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursalin walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin allahu akbar allahu akbar allahu akbar la ilaha illallah sayyidina muhammadur rasulullah allahumma amin 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 بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا علي يا عظيم يا حليم يا عليم أنت ربي وعلمك حسبي فنعم الرب ربي ونعم الحسب حسبي تنسر من تشاء وأنت العزيز الرحيم نسألك العصمة في الحركات والسكنات والكلمات والإرادات والخطرات من الشكوك والذنون والأوهام الساترة للقلوب عن مطالعة الغيوب فقد ابتلي المؤمنون وزلزلوا زلزالا شديدا وإذ يقول المنافقون والذين في قلوبهم مرض ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا فثبتنا وانصرنا وسخر لنا هذا البحر كما سخرت البحر لموسى وسخرت النار لإبراهيم وسخرت الجبال والحديد لداود وسخرت الريح والشياطين والجن لسليمان وسخر لنا كل بحر هو لك في الأرض والسماء والملك والملكوت وبحر الدنيا وبحر الآخرة وسخر لنا كل شيء يا من بيده ملكوت كل شيء كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد انصرنا فإنك خير الناصرين وافتح لنا فإنك خير الفاتحين واغفر لنا فإنك خير الغافرين وارحمنا فإنك خير الراحمين 
وَرْزُقُنَا فَإِنَّكَ خَيْرُ الرَّازِقِينَ وَاهْدِنَا وَنَجِّنَا مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ وَهَبْ لَنَا رِيحًا طَيِّبَةً كَمَا هِيَ فِي عِلْمِكَ وَانْشُرْهَا عَلَيْنَا مِنْ خَزَائِنِ رَحْمَتِكَ وَحْمِلْنَا بِهَا حَمْلَ الْكَرَامَةِ مَعَ السَّلَامَةِ وَالْعَافِيَةِ فِي الدِّينِ وَالدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ اللهم يسر لنا أمورنا مع الراحة لقلوبنا وأبداننا والسلامة والعافية في دنيانا وديننا وكن لنا صاحبا في سفرنا وخليفة في أهلنا واطمس على وجوه أعدائنا وامسخهم على مكانتهم فلا يستطيعون المضيئ ولا المجيء إلينا ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم وقد خاب من حمل ظلما طاسين حاميم عين قاف مرج البحرين يلتقيان بينهما برزخ لا يبغيان حاميم 
حاميم حاميم حاميم حاميم حاميم حاميم هم الأمر وجاء النصر فعلينا لا ينصرون حاميم تنزيل الكتاب من الله العزيز العليم غافر الذنب وقابل الطوب شديد العقاب ذي الطول لا إله إلا هو إليه المصير بسم الله بابنا تبارك حيطاننا ياسين سقفنا كاف ها يا عين صاد كفايتنا حاميم عين سين قاف حمايتنا فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم ستر العرش مسبول علينا وعين الله ناظرة إلينا بحول الله لا يقدر علينا والله من ورائهم محيط بل هو قرآن مجيد في لوح محفوظ فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء
وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله والحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله لطيف بعباده يرزق من يشاء وهو القوي العزيز يا لطيف 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 يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه 
الطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه الطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير اللهم يا من لطفت في خلق السماوات والأرض ولطفت بالأجنة في بطون أمهاتها ألطف بنا لطفا يليك بكرمك ورحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله اللهم يا من جعلت الصلاة على النبي من القربات نتقرب إليك بكل صلاة سليت عليه من أول النشأة إلى ما لا نهاية من الكمالات بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك 
اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك Inshallah, we'll continue with Dhikr Jami'ah. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah, Fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah, Fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ إن شاء الله مكتوع عنه اللهم أمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد 
كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما بركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our Shaykh, teacher, Murshid, and master, Sayyidina Shaykh Faisal Hamid Abdul Razak. O oh Allah, may you increase him in knowledge and wisdom. O oh Allah, may you protect him from evil, and we pray that he will lead his marids on a straight path towards you. O oh Allah, we pray for the Shaykh and his family. We pray that you strengthen them in Iman, keep them in good health, and grant them long life in Islam. O oh Allah, we pray that you protect them from all evil, ease their trials, and grant them the sweetness of paradise. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَا وَقِينَا عَذَابِ النَّارِ O Allah, forgive us for our sins and guide us on the straight path leading to paradise. O Allah, you know the needs of all of us present here. O Allah, answer our dua and take care of our needs. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our parents that you grant them your grace and mercy as they raised us in childhood. O Allah, grant our parents long life and good health in Islam. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive our parents and grant them paradise. O Allah, for our parents who have passed away and returned to you, O Allah, we beg you to forgive them. O Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the merits of Shaykh Faisal throughout the world. O Allah, we pray that you ease our trials and grant us the strength to face our trials. O Allah, make it easy for us to gain true knowledge and to practice it, to be good merits and to get ever closer to you. O Allah, you know the needs of all of the merits. O Allah, we beg you to answer our dua and take care of our needs. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the Muslims around the world. O oh Allah, we pray that you strengthen us in Iman. O oh Allah, we pray for unity and to make us stronger as a nation. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please comfort and relieve all Muslims who are suffering and have suffered losses. O oh Allah, you are the all-powerful and the almighty. O oh Allah, we beg you to give us victory against the unbelievers. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for the International Islamic Forum and Al-Fasr and Halaka. May you make it easy for us to establish many messages for your sake. May you bless the Islamic form and then fasten the halakha to be a beacon of to be a beacon of light for Islam throughout the world. And may you help us to finish building the new message soon and make it easy for us to do so. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifun wa Salamun ala al-Mursani walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين 
اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters, my dear Murids, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. And welcome once again to this special program coming to you from the Islamic Forum of Canada where we share with you this message of mercy from God Almighty to all of his creation. This is our daily broadcast. It starts at 7 p.m. Toronto time or Eastern time, and it comes to you from your Zawiya here at the Islamic Forum. We thank you for joining us today for our broadcast, and we hope you can join us every day at 7 p.m. for this special, blessed, sacred daily broadcast. And we kindly request you to reach out to others to your family members, your relatives, your friends, and other Muslims you know, tell them about this program. Share the YouTube link with them, youtube.com forward slash Sheikh Faisal. Encourage them to watch the program. Inshallah, they'll benefit from the program and you will receive increased blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do remember to subscribe to the channel by clicking on the subscribe button. And next to the subscribe button, there's a bell icon. Click on the bell and select all for notifications so that you will be notified of all our programs. We also want to remind you to enter your information into the chat, uh, your name and the city where you're from, as well as your updates for the three uh, blessed projects that Allah Subhanahu will bless you for so doing. We want to recognize uh, all our donors, those who donated today, yesterday, and before. All our donors. We remember them. We recognize them. We make special dua for them. All our donors, those who donated financially to the Islam Forum, may Allah SWT bless them, bless their family, bless their loved ones. Uh, answer all their dua, may Allah SWT enrich them many, many more times than what they donate to the Islamic Forum. Remember, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wasallam says in the hadith, Ma naqasa malin bis sadaqa. Your wealth will never decrease because of spending it in a way of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. It will surely increase. The scholars have mentioned it, your wealth will not decrease, meaning that it will certainly increase. Allah subhanahu wa will grant you barakah and blessing in your wealth because of spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we make this special, special appeal to you to make a generous donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, 
uh, and you can do so by going to our website, islamicforumonline.com, to the donation page, and you can select any of the various options. We have the various things you could donate for. Uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man bana lillahi masjidan, bana lahu baytan fil jannah. If you build a masjid for Allah in this world, Allah will build for you a mansion, a palace, a beautiful home in Jannah for you. Your dream home and beyond your dream home. Imagine that. Yes. Man bana lillahi masjidan, bana lahu baytan fil jannah. So this is the opportunity we share with you that you would donate and donate generously to the Islamic Forum. I also want to share with you that our concern or interest in this program is your safety, your well-being, your health, your protection, your afia. As the Prophet uh, mentions in the hadith, uh, praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afia. So that's one aspect. And secondly, your spirituality, your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your connection to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we constant, constantly and continuously make dua for that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless each and every one of you with uh, with safety and spirituality. Also, we have the special uh, video lectures and video clips that have been prepared by our staff. The short video clips, uh, beautiful uh, subject matter, short, so easy to listen to, to watch, and to share with others as well. And then we also have the full length. Uh, lecture series on the seerah or life history of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If you'd like to get copies of these uh, video clips and special video lectures that our wonderful staff have prepared for you, please send us uh, your email address and your WhatsApp number if you have uh, so that we can put you on our uh, various list for you to receive uh, the, the, the lectures inshallah. So you send your email address to the email we use for this program, sheikhfaisal at gmail.com. <clears throat> and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you for so doing. I also want to remind you of the special projects we have. Firstly, the gratitude project. Uh, for you to express your gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to live this life of gratitude. Secondly, the salawat project, to recite salawat on the Prophet every day. And thirdly, the Quran project, to recite at least one page of the Quran every day. These are the ongoing action items for you to engage in, and we hope you do so, inshallah. And we do remember to enter your update in the chat for the uh, special projects. And now, our special lecture for tonight. May Allah subhanahu wa bless you. May Allah subhanahu wa keep you always in the shade of His mercy. Amen. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم 
Allahumma allimna ma yanfawna wanfa'ana bima 'allamtana wazidna min fadlika 'ilman wa ta'liman yuqarribuna minka bi rahmatika ya arhamar rahimin Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla wa anta ya hayyu ya qayyum taj'alul hazna idha shi'ta sahlan sahla Allahumma a'izna min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina wa aslih lana sha'nana kullahu la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahil aliyyil azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amin amin amma ba'd my dear respected brothers and sisters assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu may the peace and blessings of god almighty be with each and every one of you today we want to continue our series on this theme the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam the greatest the greatest human being ever the greatest personality ever the greatest living being to walk on the face of this earth the greatest of all the creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a claim we make and then we want to continue to analyze this statement to show how the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is truly the greatest personality ever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the quran in surah al-qalam chapter 68 verse 4 wa innaka la'ala khuluqin azim and you are on an exalted standard of character o prophet o prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa innaka you are on an exalted plane of existence وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ And assuredly, you are placed high on the most glorious and exalted seat of character. That is, you're adorned with the Quranic morality and endowed with the character traits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are on a tremendous nature, sublime morals and character. وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ This is the claim of the Quran. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he did for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we've mentioned some aspects of the greatness of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I mentioned this concept of using the linguistic technique of great. Some, someone is considered great by their achievements, by what they've done. Or greater when comparing to another person or great, greatest, comparing to a group of people, or the greatest, ultimately, in that superlative way, the Prophet is the greatest. And we mentioned uh, three levels of testimony, or testimonial, shahadat al-waqi'ah, the testimony of the times and events during the lifetime of the Prophet and thereafter. And then shahadat al-adu, the testimony of those who did not believe in the Prophet ﷺ, did not follow him. The, his enemies, those who opposed him and so on. What they also said about the Prophet ﷺ. And this is perhaps the strongest testimony about the greatness of the Prophet ﷺ. 
people, when they, even though they're opposing him, in, in, in some cases uh, fighting him in wars, still they had no choice but to say good things about him. One example is uh, Sayyidina Abu Sufyan, the great Sahaba, but before he accepted Islam, which, which was on the Fat of Mecca, before then he was one of the leaders of Quraysh opposing the Prophet and once uh, he was in charge of a trade caravan from Mecca that was going to Bilad Sham, and they, they were camped on the outskirts of Jerusalem and the governor of Rome, Heracle, Zaima Rome was there and he called them to question them because he was, he was hearing rumors of someone in Mecca who was claiming to be a prophet and final messenger. And he knew that, he knew about this, what would happen from his own knowledge of the scriptures and he was a, a very educated person. A king, a ruler, a leader, yes, but uh, very educated. He surrounded himself with scholars. So he wanted to find out about this person. So he invited them, they came. Abu Sufyan was the leader of that delegation, so he answered the questions. And, and then Abu Sufyan, uh, at one point in time, uh, when he was asked about the relationship of the Sahabas to the Prophet he said, "Ma ra'aytu ahadan ashaddu hubban li ahadin kahubbi ashabi Muhammadin Muhammadan." I have never seen anyone who is more loved by his followers than the love of the companions of Muhammad for Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. This is what he said at a time when he had not accepted Islam. He was an enemy with the Prophet fighting against the Prophet. But still he had no choice but to say this. Because this was his conviction. Even though he chose not to follow the Prophet for other reasons and ultimately the guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Shahadatul Adu, the second is Shahadatul Waqiyah, Shahadatul Adu and thirdly Shahadatul Ahbab, that the, those who love the Prophet those who follow him, the Sahabas, the Muslims, what they said about him and they said great things about him. So the Prophet alayhi salam, the greatest. I want to continue today to mention briefly something about the Prophet as the great believer, the great worshipper, and then the then to go on to some other aspects of his greatness. Now, the, the Prophet was this great believer. He was someone who was always in connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This continuing and enduring connection with Allah, this spiritual connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always in the shade of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always in the presence of Allah feeling that presence of Allah, living that presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's described in the hadith that's mentioned by Imam Bukhari in his sahih. كَانَ يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ فِي كُلِ الْأَحْوَالِ وَفِي رِوَايَةٍ كَانَ يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ فِي كُلِ الْأَحْيَانِ So the Prophet used to remember Allah, engage in the remembrance of Allah in all circumstances, in all situations. 
And he used to remember Allah at all times. Never a moment would go by except that the Prophet ﷺ is in the shade of the remembrance of Allah. This was his amazing connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and for, for, for you to understand something about this, then, you know, you, you look at yourself like people, Muslims, believers, who would strive for this nearness to Allah. And, and you, you may experience this at least once in your life, maybe once a year, uh, that you're worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely, you feel this deep sincerity with Allah, you feel so connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is eliminating your heart, you can, you can feel this and sense this love, this mahabba of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your heart. It's, it's a great experience, a rare moment that you can achieve. Uh, for example, in, in Ramadan, this is a time when many people uh, may feel this experience, have this spiritual experience of total closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes, uh, you know, some brothers, some sisters will say that they feel so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're ready to meet Allah, they're ready to die, to leave this dunya. So close they feel to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's feeling in their heart. It's a special feeling to have. Because when you are ready to meet Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing and ready to meet you. Yes. If you're not ready to meet Allah, He's not ready to meet you. You don't want to meet Allah, He doesn't want to meet you. But if you want to meet Allah, you desire to meet Allah, you have this close feeling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is ready to meet you. He is ready to meet you. In this way, that you need to be mindful. And so in Ramadan, it, it, it happens as you know the month starts and you start changing your lifestyle, changing your routine, uh, putting other things of the dunya and you with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fasting during the day, performing salat al taraweeh and tahajjud at night, spending nights in prayer, reciting Quran, making dhikr and dua. You're spending so much time with Allah SWT, giving a lot of sadaqah all the time in Ramadan. In Ramadan. And you, you're feeling closer and closer to Allah SWT on, until in the last 10 days you, you get this feeling now. And especially on the 27th night of Ramadan, which is Laylatul Qadr, you, you, you get a special feeling. You feel so close to Allah SWT. And you, you, you really enjoy this feeling that you have, this closeness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this strength of Iman, great spiritual experience you have. So that's, that's the high point, a high Iman, high level of Iman that you have. Then, how long can you hold on to this special feeling? Not too long. Sometimes as soon as Ramadan finishes, maybe just an E-day itself, this feeling starts to go away. Two days, three days after, a week after Eid, after Ramadan concludes, the feeling is going away. Ten days, two weeks after, it's gone. You cannot hold on to it for too long. Except those who Allah SWT has shown His mercy upon. Think about that. A small moment in your life, you have this high feeling of Iman, connection with Allah SWT. And then consider the Prophet wasallam. His total, continuous state of mind. 
his continuous state of soul, his continuous total state of heart. In fact, his state of being is this deep attachment and connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how the Prophet is feeling throughout his life, every moment of his life, every day, 24-7, every day of the week, like this, his entire life is like this. So he says, remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time, not a moment goes by that he's not remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then on one occasion, his beloved wife, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Umm al-Mu'mineen, uh, she asked the Prophet Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, how can you engage in remembrance of Allah when you're sleeping? Because you're asleep. How can you engage in remembrance of Allah? And he said, O my beloved wife, Ya Aisha, when I sleep, my eyes are sleeping, but my heart is awake. The heart never goes to sleep. And so his heart is remembering Allah. And, and this is the basis of the highest level of dhikr, called a dhikru bil qalb. The first level, a dhikru bil lisan, the dhikr of the tongue. The second level, a dhikr bil jawari, the dhikr of the limbs, hands, feet, and so on, and the organs. And then ultimately, the third level, the highest level, a dhikr bil qalb, the dhikr of the heart. So the Prophet said when he's sleeping, his eyes, physical eyes are asleep, but his heart is awake. Engage in the remembrance of Allah. Engage in remembrance of Allah. And that's one of the uh, spiritual training we give to our murids that they can learn how to do dhikr bil qalb. Move from one level, dhikr bil lisan, dhikr bil jawari, dhikr bil qalb. Uh, uh, so that they can be engaging in this continuous dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet sallallahu in, in this continuous spiritual state, all the time, deep, deep attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, deep connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the very existence of the Prophet is filled with the existence of Allah. He's connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the existence of the Prophet is filled with the magnitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatness of Allah, the power of Allah, with the mercifulness of Allah. The existence of the Prophet is filled with the sovereignty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is filled with the overwhelming power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the Prophet, this state of being, of spiritual elevation, it's present with him every single moment of his life. This is the great believer, connection to Allah, nearness to Allah. And so the personality of the Prophet as the great believer is outstanding indeed. And, and following up on that, and uh, a necessary and obvious extension of that now is that the great believer must become the great worshiper. <laughs> it's only natural that the great believer should become the great worshiper. And the Prophet is this great worshiper as well. The great believer, the great worshiper. And the depth, the level at which he, he achieved it makes him the greatest in that field. And each one of these fields is just one aspect of the multidimensional, multifaceted personality of the Prophet. We excelled in everything he did to be the best 
even in that one area. You know, today, when we consider someone to be great, someone to be a genius, for example, and they, they win prizes, Nobel Prize, and so on and so forth for different pieces, that's in science. The, 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 a person is considered a genius in, in a particular field because they excel in that field. But usually the genius is only excelling in one aspect of achievement in life. One aspect of, of science or technology, medicine, and so on. One thing, one aspect of life they excel in. And they're considered great. They're, they're referred to as a genius and so on. But look at the Prophet He's excelling in everything to be the greatest and to achieve each one of those things at the level that's unparalleled, unmatched in all of history. And so you have no alternative but to conclude that the Prophet is the greatest human being ever, the great worshiper. True knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads to true worship of Allah. You have true knowledge of Allah, marif of Allah, it leads to worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, you can't help but knowing that. That true knowledge inspires you, motivates you, forces you to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And true belief in Allah leads to sincerity and devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet is described as this, the knowledgeable servants of Allah Fear him. They have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and the Prophet was the one with greatest taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He describes himself as such. I'm the one that has greatest taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thus the Prophet became the greatest worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The outstanding feature regarding the Prophet is the, is the depth of this feeling, the depth of being a worshiper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the continuous feeling of the presence of Allah. This is how the Prophet was. The continuous, continuing, uninterrupted feeling about the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This continuous remembrance of Allah, devoted in his prayers, devoted in his prayers, prolonged dua, long hours of dua, standing for long hours worshiping Allah, many hours in salah, for example, that is, feet would become swollen. Uh, one occasion, Sahaba mentioned that the Prophet's praying in a masjid, in Nafil Salah, or Qiyam, Tahajjud, and he joined the Prophet and the Prophet reading Surah Al-Baqarah. And he said, soon enough, the Prophet would go down for ruku. After the first juz, he probably continued. After the second juz, continued. Then the Sahaba said, after the end of Bakra, he'd go down for the first uh, ruku, first rakat. Finish that, finish Surah Baqarah. He continued with Surah Ali Muran. And the, the, the Sahaba is saying that well, soon he'll go down for a sijjah now, because it's very long, imagine. And the Prophet continued until he finished. Surah Al-Imran, the Sahib said that now the Prophet go down for Ruku, because he recited Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Al-Imran, in one rakat. The Prophet continued, Surah Nisa, and so on, like this. Long hours he would spend in prayer, this devotion, 
devotedness, how the Prophet was. Then after Surah Inna Fatahna like a Fatan Mubina was revealed, the Prophet continued praying for long hours. And Sayyidah Aisha told him, Ya Rasulullah, you don't need to do so much because she's concerned her husband, his foot is swollen. And she's telling him, not, not so much, O Messenger of Allah. And, he, and she said, your Lord has already forgiven you, as is mentioned in, in the Quran, in that same surah. Surah Al-Fatih, in the Fatahna Laka Fatan Mubinan, Allah SWT reveals, لِيَغْفِرَ لَقَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَرَ That Allah SWT will forgive you for everything that came before and everything that will come in the future. Everything. Prophets have granted total forgiveness from Allah SWT. He was made to be infallible, that he wouldn't do anything wrong. He's ma'asum. So with all of this, he's doing so much. And Sayyidah Aisha, concerned for her husband, say, you shouldn't do so much, your feet swollen. And he responded in all humility. He says to his beloved wife, Afala akuna abdan shakura. Should I not be a thankful slave? This was the, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, how he was, SubhanAllah. This continuous reminding of the companions, continuously reminding them of the presence of Allah, whenever anything will happen, anything in his life, anything that happens around them, he's always remembering, remember them with the presence of Allah, that they should be connected to Allah. When the rain is falling, Remember them, remind them about Allah. That's the mercy of Allah SWT. Taught them what dua and dhikr they should recite. The crescent new moon appears at the beginning of the month. The Prophet remind them of the dhikr, the dua they should recite. Connecting them with Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the sun rises, the prayer. When the, or when it sunsets, the prayer. Fajr, Maghrib, and so on. When the plant grows, remembrance of Allah and gratitude to Allah for that. When a child is born, prolonged, detailed, sunnah of aqeeqah, so many things that should be done at the birth of the new baby, adhan in the right ear, ikam in the left ear, tahniq of the, for the baby, shaving the head of the baby, and so on and so forth, so many things to remind people of the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This great worshipper, how he was. On, when, when a creature dies, salatul janazah, burial, Remembrance of Allah, talqeen, dua, the grave, and so on. Always remind of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This great worshiper, no one compares with him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this quality, this quality of being the great worshiper, the great believer, is necessary, essential in today's society because of the spiritual vacuum in society. Yes, the spiritual vacuum in society that we have. We live in a world that rarely feels the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Popular culture in society, fashion trends in society, actively take you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, this feature, the Prophet's personality, is especially important and relevant today. The great worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that society can benefit from to remove that vacuum in their lives. That vacuum in their lives. Certainly, the Prophet is the greatest worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet alayhi is also the, the great household master, the great domestic leader. 
And he was outstanding in this matter, the greatest household master ever. And, and when we look at this and, and analyze this, we, said, we see that the Prophet his household consisted of several wives and daughters. It's not him alone. It's, it's a family with several wives and daughters, and it poses challenges. But under the leadership of this great husband, the peace was the prevalent feature in his household, and disputes and quarrels was the exception in his household. The, the, norm, the, norm, the normal situation is a, a household of peace. Even though the Prophet ﷺ had several wives and daughters that he took care of. But under his leadership, this was the case. The, the Prophet ﷺ led by example. In a beautiful hadith, he says, The best among you, khayrukum, the best among you are those who are best in treatment to the families, their wives. And I am the best to my family, to my wives. خيركم خيركم لأهله وأنا خيركم لأهلي. This is what the Prophet said. Amazing words, because the the Prophet ﷺ established a different rule of thumb, a litmus test to judge people and their achievement or failure. The Prophet ﷺ in his household also took part in household affairs. He would help out in matters of the household. This, this is the son of the Prophet And for the husbands and fathers who are listening to the program, we need to be mindful about this aspect of the sunnah, the way of the Prophet this great household master. He assisted his wives and his family in doing whatever was requested of him always caring, always kind that he was towards his wives, towards his family. This is the Prophet And this hadith, khayrukum, khayrukum this hadith gives a profound criterion through which humanity, all of humanity, may measure its success or failure. How you treat your wives or spouses how you treat your family. A litmus test for the greatness of civilization I want to share with you now. So this is the, this household master. Now, Imam Ibn Khaldum, anhu, in his magnum opus, Al-Muqaddamah, he said that the lit, litmus test for the greatness of a civilization is how that civilization treats its minorities, its weak segment, those who are weaker than it, how he treats it. That is a litmus test of the greatness of a civilization. Do we treat it properly, fairly, justly? Today, when you look at the, 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 the great powerful nations and you see how they treat the poor nations, you see that it's as if they've lost their humanity. Really, Islam establishes something different, you know, a different yardstick of judgment. The litmus test 
of the greatness of a civilization is the way you treat people in, uh, that are under your control, especially the weak, the underprivileged, the minorities, the dispossessed, the poor, how you treat them. Because they, those are people that it's easy to take advantage of. Now, in a similar way, at, at a, that's a microcosm level, at a, a macrocosm level, at a microcosm level, the individual, the greatness of a person, how you treat the individuals that you interact with, especially those under your control or responsibility, your wives, women, children, and then others, how you treat people. It's a measure or a test to your greatness. You treat them well according to what Islam teaches us, and you're elevated in greatness. Now, the Prophet treated people in the best way possible. And so his, for his household, his wives, his daughters, those who are connected to him, his extended family, he treated them in such a special way. In such a special way, he treated them. Becoming the greatest household master, the greatest domestic leader, the greatest husband, the greatest father humanity has ever known. I want to share with you an important secret for your relationship, and that is you will treat someone based on how you perceive them, how you think of them. And if you think of that person as a cleaner, a janitor, and a poor person, a beggar, and so on, you would treat them with disdain and disrespect sometimes. And therefore, you should perceive, you should think of so someone, and everyone that you interact with, treat of them, treat, think of them as important. Think of them, perceive them as important. Everyone you interact with, you come in contact with, think of that person as an important person. And therefore, you would treat them with importance. That is how the Prophet was, subhanAllah. You treat people special. Special, the Sahabas, thousands of them, he treated all of them in such a special way that each one of them felt as if he or she was a favorite companion of the Prophet And so he, he treated his, his wives in this way, his daughters, his family, cousins, uncles, aunts, treat them in such a special way. Great indeed is the Prophet the great household master, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to follow in his footsteps. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to practice the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to understand the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and implement it in our lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to be with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in all uh, our lives and all the steps of our life be with him as we follow him in the dunya and be with him in, in, in the akhirah in genital firdaus to be with the Prophet to be with the Ahlul Bayt to be with the Sahabas to be with the awliya in the highest levels of genital firdaus Ameen 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 wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu
أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. We continue our series on this important topic, the consequences of insulting the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. I start with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran in Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 67. Wallahu ya'asimuka minan nas. And Allah will defend you from people who want to harm you. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his revelation in the Quran. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, he will do for the Prophet alayhi He will protect the Prophet He will defend the Prophet from people who want to cause harm to the Prophet And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his power is kun fayakun, and he declares in the Quran that he will protect the Prophet. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done that. In the, uh, 14 centuries ago, uh, in Mecca, in Medina, during uh, that time of the Prophet, and even after the Prophet uh, passed away, left this dunya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continued to protect him and to defend him, defend the honor of the Prophet And that happens even up to this day. We, we mentioned in our previous lecture in this series uh, several incidents, amazing incidents, of how Allah subhanahu defended the Prophet from different people who wanted to cause harm to the Prophet who uh, mocked him, who said hurtful things to him and about him. Uh, we, we mentioned the example of Utbah, uh, the son of uh, Abu Lahab, who uh, was destroyed by this lion uh, when the Prophet made dua against him because of how he uh, disrespected the Prophet ﷺ, the horrible things he said to the Prophet ﷺ. I want today to 
share with you some important verses in the Quran from Surah Al-Hijr, the 15th Surah in the Quran, starting with ayah number 94. I'm going to the end of that Surah, uh, ayah number 99. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in Surah Al-Hijr. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Fasda bima tu'maru wa a'rid anil mushrikeen. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is declaring this again in this Quran. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. فَاصْدَعَ بِمَا تُؤْمَرُ وَأَعْرِدَ عَنِ الْمُشْرِكِينَ إِنَّا كَفَيْنَاكَ الْمُسْتَهْزِئِينَ الَّذِينَ يَجْعَلُونَ مَعَ اللَّهِ إِلَهًا آخَرٌ فَسَوْفَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَلَقَدْ نَعْلَمُ أَنَّكَ يَضِيكُ صَدْرُكَ بِمَا يَكُولُونَ فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَكُمْ مِنَ السَّاجِدِينَ فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَكُمْ مِنَ السَّاجِدِينَ وَعَبُدْ رَبَّكَ هَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals then in these eyes. And then before that, from ayah number 89, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقُلْ إِنِّي أَنَا النَّذِيرُ الْمُبِينَ كَمَا أَنْزَلْنَا عَلَى الْمُكْتَسِمِينَ الَّذِينَ جَعَلُوا الْقُرْآنَ عِدِينَ فَوَرَبِّكَ لَنَسْأَلَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ عَمَّا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning the activities of some people who in that time, 14 centuries ago, in a time they would try to mock the Prophet they would try to do things to destroy the Quran and so on. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals, and say to them, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Prophet Muhammad, I am indeed a plain warner to you. وَقُلْ إِنِّي أَنَا النَّذِيرُ الْمُبِينَ As we have sent down on the muqtasimeen, the conspiring confederates, the conspiring confederates, who have made the Qur'an into parts, so that they would mislead people and give people the wrong message of the Quran. In, in today's world, uh, people who would do uh, this uh, cut and paste out of context to mislead people. And today, you, ha you had them then, you have them now. People who do this uh, with the Quran, they, they quote it out of context uh, to, to say that the Quran is a, a book of evil and wrong things. The haters of Islam and the haters of the Quran will do that. So by your Lord, we shall certainly call all of them to account for all that they use to do. 
Therefore, openly proclaim what you have been commanded and turn away from the idolaters, the mushrikeen. Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. This is another powerful statement Allah SWT is making in the Quran. As, as he said before, Wallahu ya'asimukum in nas and here, Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. We will take care of you. Against those who are mocking you. Who made, an, who made another God along with Allah, but they will surely come to know. They're worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, worshipping idols. And this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning them. Indeed, we know that your bosom, your chest, becomes tight because of what they say. You, you, you become constricted, meaning the Prophet uh, th that he is affected by what people say. And by extension, the believers, we are all affected by what people say to, about the Prophet We are hurt. We, are, we feel insulted when people are attacking the Prophet Indeed, we know, Allah SWT is saying now, we know that your bosom, your chest becomes tight because of what they say. You become constricted, you're hurt. So glorify the praises of your Lord and be of those who prostrate themselves to Him and worship your Lord until that which is certain, certain, that means death, comes to you. Wa'bud rabbaka hatta It's powerful ayah that concludes Surah Al-Hijr that Allah SWT reveals in the Quran. So, these verses at the end of uh, this important, wonderful Surah Surat Al-Hijr in the Quran states many important things. Allah Subhanahu wa is commanding the Prophet to say to people, I am a plain warner for you. Nadir. Wakul inni ana nadir al mubin. The Prophet among his role as a prophet, his responsibilities as a messenger, is to tell people that he is the warner. To tell them this and then to warn them about different things. What would happen to them if they disobey him, if they do not follow him. And so this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran. This message from Allah subhanahu wa to his creation. He gives this message to the Prophet so the Prophet would, con would convey this message to people. And this is one of his duties, one of his respons responsibilities, that he is the warner. And Allah subhanahu mentions this in, the, in other places in the Quran, such as in uh, Surah Al-Ahzab, for example. Ya Nabi, Ya Ayyuhan Nabiyu, Inna Arsalnaka Shahidan wa Mubashiran wa Nadheera wa Da'iyan ila Allahi bi-idhnihi wa Sirajan Muneera Nadheera This is among the, the great responsibilities that the Prophet ﷺ is given. And so he knows what will happen to people. And as those who uh, reject the message of the Prophet and then they, they go further 
to attack the Prophet to insult the Prophet Great is the punishment, severe is the punishment that they will suffer as a result of doing this. In the hadith it's mentioned, and in both the Sahih, Sahih Muslim, Sahih Bukhari, the hadith is reported, uh, narrated by Sayyidina Abu Musa al-Ashari radiallahu anhu, who said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, the parable of myself and that with which Allah has sent me is that of a man who came to his people and said, O people, I have seen the invading army with my own eyes and I am a clear warner to you. So escape from the invading army that's coming to attack you and to kill you. Some of his people obeyed him and set out at nightfall, setting off at a slow, slow place and managing to escape. Others did not believe him and stayed where they were, where they were in their homes until the next morning when the invading army overtook them and destroyed them, wiping them out because they did not listen to the, to the messenger. This is a parable of the one who obeys me and follows what I have brought and the example of the ones who disobey me and reject the truth that I have brought. So the consequence now of obeying and following the Prophet he is this clear, clear warned to people. Rather than opposing him, disbelieving in him, rejecting him, and then going beyond that to insult him, to defile his memory, to say bad things about him, to draw and publish cartoons about the Prophet This is a terrible sin to commit and grievous is a punishment indeed. So the Prophet says that the parable of himself and what Allah has sent me is like a man who is telling his people of an army that's coming to attack them. Right? If they, and he told them they should escape before the army comes because the army will kill them. And th th there, there's a group that listened to him and obeyed him. And they left, they went away, and they were saved. But the, there, there's another group that did not believe the prophet, the message he brought, did not accept him. And they decided to stay where they were. And the next morning, the army came, the, the, the invading army came and killed them, wiped them out. So the prophet said, this is the, the parable of him and the message he's brought. That if you listen to his message and you obey him and follow him, you will be saved. You will be saved in this way. So be mindful, people, people should be mindful, including non-Muslims, about how they respond to the Prophet One of the things we mentioned in our previous lecture is that the Prophet at one point in time, he engaged in expanding the public da'wah. The first phase was a private or secret da'wah, calling people privately in the early years in Mecca. Then the public da'wah, he made a public pronouncement. And then in Medina, he went beyond that to uh, go beyond the Arabian Peninsula, the immediate geographical vicinity of, of Mecca, Medina, Taif, that, that entire area. He went beyond that to invite other people important people now, uh, powerful people, rulers, kings, leaders of countries and nations, leaders of large tribes and so on, 
invite them to uh, Islam, to accepting Islam. And there's the example of the, the re response. He, he sent the letter of invitation, letter of da'wah, to Hiracle, Zaim Rome, governor of Rome, right, the Caesar. He sent a letter to Caesar, uh, the leader of Rome. And he also sent a similar letter to Khosros, emperor and king of Persia. And we mentioned in the lecture that how uh, Khosros, the, the emperor of Persia, how he responded in a bad way, ripped the letter up, you know, said bad things with the Prophet and mistreated the emissary, uh, the messenger that the Prophet sent with that message, and so on. And then when the messenger came back to Medina, told the Prophet how Khosros responded, he made dua against him. He made dua against him. And we see that coming to pass. On the other hand now, Caesar, when he received the letter, he treated the emissary well, with respect and honor. This man is coming from the Prophet Muhammad And he respected the letter also. He kept it. He kept it in a safe place, in a beautiful place, um, out of respect for the letter, even though he did not accept Islam. But he respected the emissary, the person who brought a message from the Prophet the Sahaba, and he respected the invitation, the letter itself, kept it in a golden container uh, in, in this way, treated in this way. And then the Prophet Ali Salaam, uh, was not angry with him because he did his duty, he sent him the letter invitation, and it's, in the, and it's his choice whether he wants to accept or not. La ikraha fideen, his, his, his mat is not with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, but because of them treating this letter of the Prophet in such an honorable, respectable way, uh, their kingdom was extended. That, uh, and he handed down this letter with the instructions that each ruler thereafter must keep this letter in a safe way. And their, their kingdom would be safe and protected as long as they protect this letter. So important it is, the letter of the Prophet right. So how people respond to the, the Prophet And the Prophet is mentioning it in this hadith. That's, that's in both the Sahih of uh, Imam Bukhari and the Sahih of Imam Muslim, how they would respond. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as I, I, the Prophet is commanded to say, Inni ana nadhirul mubeen. Kama anzalna ala al-muqtasimeen. This muqtasimeen now, the conspiring confederates. And refers to those who had made a pact to oppose, deny, and insult the Prophet sallallahu Yes, look at this. They made a pact, an agreement. They come together to oppose and deny and insult the Prophet and the Prophets in general. Muqtasimin is how the Quran refers to them. Allah subhanahu wa tells us about the people of Saleh, for example. They said, swear to one another, taqasamu. By Allah that we shall make a secret night attack on him and his household. 
that is, they pl plotted to kill uh, the Prophet Sayyidina Saleh at night. And Imam Mujahid said that taqasamu means they swore an oath. They took an oath to do this. And they swear by Allah with their strongest oath that Allah will not raise up one who dies. This is what they're saying. Like they, they are putting limits on the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La yab'athullaha. La yab'athullahu man yamut. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not raise up the one who dies like they, they kill someone. That's it. That's the end of that person. So that's why they're plotting like this. It will be said, did you not before swear that you would not leave the world of, of for the hereafter? That's what you said, they, that they don't believe that they're going to the hereafter. They would not leave this world for the hereafter because they know uh, what they're being told in the hereafter, they'll be punished. So they say they're not, they're not going there. As if they have a choice. They don't. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in this Quran. There, subhanAllah, this Quran, these verses obviously really re revealed to the Prophet وسلم, 14 plus centuries ago. But they're so applicable today as well. Like people coming together, making a pact to oppose uh, Islam, insult the Prophet وسلم, deny Islam. And you, you see this happening. You see this happening, like the, the haters, they come together to oppose Islam and oppose Muslims and to say bad things about the Quran and about the Prophet It's happening even now. Allah SWT continues, are they those of whom you saw that Allah would never show them mercy? It is as if they took an oath for every single thing that they denied in this world. So they are called the Muqtasimeen. who made the Qur'an into parts. Meaning they have split up the book that were revealed to them. And this now, uh, believing in parts of it and rejecting parts. So uh, dividing up the book. This part they, they accept, this part they don't, that part they don't accept, and so on and so forth. Their, their nafs is taking the better of them. So Allah SWT is saying that they've made the Qur'an into parts. In, in Sahih Bukhari, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas narrated that. He said, Who have made the Quran into parts? They are the people of the book who divided the book into parts, believing in some of it and rejecting some of it. Those who take some of it, reject some of it. Other scholars have mentioned that Al-Muqtasimin refers to the Quraysh. That the Quran, uh, because they also did the same thing. They would uh, take a part of it that they agree with. They reject the other parts that they don't agree with and so on. So this is what they did. Who have made the Quran into parts, meaning different types. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by your Lord, we shall certainly call all of them to account for all they used to do. Those were the group who said, about the messenger of Allah, so by your Lord, we shall certainly call all of them to account for all that they used to do. Abu Jafar reported that, that from Arabia that Abu Ali said, all the people will be asked about two things in the day of judgment, among, among others. 
what they used to worship and what their response was to, to the messengers. So everyone, Allah SWT is establishing an important fact that we all know, but it, it grants us some reassurance to remind ourselves about this, that Allah SWT says, we shall certainly call all of them to account. We shall certainly call all of them to account for what they used to do. Like they're attacking the Prophet they will be called to account for that. And Allah SWT declares that a great humiliation awaits them. There is uh, the punishment of this world, this dunya, and then of the hereafter as well. A great humiliation awaits them. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next set of ayah, on this same, in this same surah, surah al-Hijr, فَاسْدَعْ بِمَا تُؤْمَرُوا وَعَارِدْ عَنِ الْمُشْرِكِينَ إِنَّا كَفَيْنَاكَ الْمُسْتَحْزِئِينَ So the Prophet alayhi sallallahu alayhi is commanded to proclaim the truth of Islam openly. Therefore, openly proclaim what you have been commanded and turn away from the idolaters. Turn away from the idolaters. So the command to the Prophet to now make this open proclamation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded his messenger to convey what he sent him with and to proclaim this and spread this message, uh, which means confronting the unbelievers about this. That, and this is what the Prophet did in his letters to the leaders, like we mentioned the example of Caesar, uh, Emperor of Rome and Khosrow, Emperor of Persia, to send them letters inviting them to Islam and, and warning them, warning them also because he's a warner, of the consequences, what will happen if they do not accept Islam. Therefore, openly proclaim that which have been commanded. Means go ahead with it, according to another report, it means, therefore proclaim that which you have been commanded. And so the Prophet did just that. And then the command to turn away from the idolaters and then the guarantee of protection by Allah SWT against the mockers, those who are mocking the Prophet And turn away from the idolaters. Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. Meaning, convey that which has been revealed to you by your Lord and do not pay attention to the idolaters, the mushrikun who want to turn you away from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, don't bother with what they would say. Continue to convey this message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because there are people who are wicked, mischievous, evil in their heart. That they oppose the truth of the Prophet the truth from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they wish that you should compromise for them or compromise with them so that they would they would then compromise with you. They want bargaining about belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, you know, you, you uh, can tell us, preach a certain thing, and, but forget some other things. Like what the Quraysh did, you know, or attempted to do with the Prophet They made offers to him that he should stop attacking their idols and accusing them of, uh, of shirk and idolatry and worshipping idols, which they did. They're bargaining it. You compromise in this way, we compromise in this way. We'll, we'll make you our leader, we'll make you king, we'll give you everything you want, and so on and so forth. 
Prophet rejected that. Allah SWT is saying here that Allah will protect you from them. So don't bother with what they are saying. Bother with what Allah SWT is commanding you to do. To, uh, and in this case for us now, to convey the message of the Prophet to everyone in a beautiful way. Convey to them that he, what, his message of mercy, his message of love, his message of peace in this way. They wish that you should compromise for them so that they would compromise uh, with you or for you. Do not fear them because Allah will suffice you against them and He will protect you from them. As Allah SWT says in the ayah we quoted at the beginning, O Messenger, O Messenger of Allah, Ya ayyuhar rasulu, Ballig ma unzila ilayka. Proclaim, convey that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. And if you do not do it, then you have not conveyed the message of Allah. And Allah will protect you from people who want to cause harm to you. From people who want to cause harm to you. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares for his Prophet Imam Ibn Ishaq said that the great ones of the mockers were five people who were the the elders and uh, among their people from the uh, Bani Asad. And they were Al Aswad, Ibn Al Muttalib, Abu Zama'a, according to what he said he's heard from the Messenger of Allah. And the Messenger of Allah supplicated against them uh, because of the pain and mockery he had suffered at, at, at their hands. And he said, O oh Allah, make him blind and take the life of his son. Uh, uh, from Bani Zahra, there was Al-Aswad, Ibn Abd Yaghud, Ibn Wahab, Ibn Abdul Munaf, Ibn Zahra. From Bani Maghzum, there was Al-Walid, Ibn Al-Mughira, Ibn Abdullah, Ibn Umar, Ibn Maghzum. From Bani Saham, Ibn Amr, uh, Ibn Husayz, Ibn Ka'ab, Ibn Lu'ay. Uh, uh, there was Al-As, Ibn Wa'il, Ibn Hisham, Ibn Sa'id, Ibn Sa'ad. And from Khuza'a tribe, there was Al-Hadith, Ibn al Talatila, Ibn Amr, Talatila, Ibn Amr, Ibn al-Harith, Ibn Abdul Amr, Ibn Malkan. And when their evil went ex to extremes and their mockery of the went too far, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals, therefore openly proclaim that which you are commanded to turn, turn away from the idolaters. Surely we will suffice you against the mockers. Yes. They, and there, there are several uh, incidents where Allah SWT actually protected him. And he sent Jibreel to protect the Prophet And when he was at the Kaaba, protected him from these people. The Prophet uh, was protected by Allah SWT. Wallahi, uh, ya so th th this protection came in a special way against all those who were insulting him and mocking him. And then it continued now. It continued after him until now. And I'm mentioning this now because uh, throughout the ages there, there, there has always been people who would do this, who would attack the Prophet, insult the Prophet, say bad things about the Prophet is there. But I want you to recognize what Allah subhanahu wa is declaring in this Quran. He'll protect the Prophet. And now what do we have to do? Allah subhanahu wa tells us uh, at the end of the surah, 
وعبد ربك حتى يأتيك اليقين. The message for us to the Prophet ﷺ: Worship your Lord until that which is certain comes to you, comes to you, al-maut, death. That which is certain, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِكَةَ الْمَوْتِ And then for us now, the followers of the Prophet That is what we need to do. That we continue to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to strive for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to promote the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to His Prophet to promote the Prophet and His message, His example to people. That He is this Nabiyyur Rahma, the Prophet of Mercy. The great prophet of mercy, Nabi Rahmah, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that people can know the beauty and the greatness of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And when, when you do this, you will win over hearts. There, there are some Muslims who may be on the fence and not uh, wanting to engage uh, with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi You win over their hearts and they become great followers of the Prophet Sallallahu And then non-Muslims as well, the people who you're in contact with, your neighbors, co-workers, and so on and so forth. You tell them about the Prophet that they, they would have this beautiful feeling about the Prophet And really, for someone, including a non-Muslim, if they have this beautiful feeling in their hearts towards the Prophet they are blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even a non-Muslim. The, the, if they have love for the Prophet that may be the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guiding them to Islam. So we have to make our effort. And I want you to do this in these times when the Prophet is being insulted and attacked and so on and so forth. We have to defend him. Uh, rise up, stand up, and defend the Prophet by what we say, what we do. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to do that. To defend the honor of the Prophet and promote him to everyone that we come in contact with, family, relatives, friends, other Muslims, non-Muslims, and so on. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to do that. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, our special du'a for the day on this blessed day, the end of uh, the day of Jum'ah, and on the West Coast it's still uh, um, Jum'ah. Uh, we want to make special du'a for all our donors, those who donated today and yesterday and before today. Uh, for Jum'ah we had our special Jum'ah appeal and we, we continue to do that tonight, our, our last appeal for Jum'ah, the Jum'ah appeal that uh, you have a chance to make your special donation uh, for Jum'ah, inshallah, and we hope you can all do so. There's some requests for Dua as well. We want to include all of them in Dua. 
including Sis Abed and Sis Shamaila, Sis Roxana, Begum, Siti Sophia, Sis Shaquila Majid, who had eye surgery. We make dua for her, inshallah. But Muhammad Ashraf Patel from Mumbai in India also requests for dua. And then Sidi Shafakat Ali, uh, Sidi Shafakat Ali from Rochdale near to Manchester in the United Kingdom. Uh, his mother was ill. Uh, we made dua for her these past few days and her situation uh, deteriorated and she passed away earlier today. We say, Inna Dillahi wa Inna Ilahi Rajiun. We make special love for her. And of course, our condolences to Sidi Shaf and his entire family and the passing of his mom, his mother. Uh, so, those are some of the requests for dua. And also, uh, Sidi Afraz Rahmat uh, from uh, Trinidad, uh, his wife, Siti Amida is ill and we want to make special dua for her for her shifa as well um, tomorrow the murids will be meeting in a presal sorry in penal uh, to do special dhikr and dua for city amida we hope inshallah allah subhanahu wa grant her shifa and taman so we we'll make dua for her uh, for for the donors we want to recognize uh, those who donated today, yesterday and before, inshallah, including uh, Sister Brenda Williams from Harlem, New York, for the Rabiel Owl automated donation, and she selected the 30-day donation for Rabiel Owl, so every day to donate something. May Allah bless her for so doing, enrich her many, many more times than her donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Brother Tahir Chowdhury and family from Con Connecticut, for the Rabiel Owl 20-day donation. He selected the second option, 20-day, but before that he did the 12-day donation. So he's done for the entire month of Rabiel Owl. May Allah bless him for so doing, inshallah. And we, we just have uh, a few more days before this opportunity passes us by. Uh, today, uh, a blessed day, the 27th of uh, Rabiel Owl. So we uh, want to uh, invite you not to let this uh, this opportunity go by that you can join the, respond to the Rabil Owl appeal uh, whichever of the three options you want to see like 12 day automated donation 20 day automated donation 30 day automated donation that you can do that you can need to do that uh, before the month uh, passes because once the month uh, is finished then we are not able to well, we, we wouldn't have this, uh, this appeal, the Rabiel Owl appeal. We'll move on to something else, inshallah. So I just wanted to remind you about that. And of course, to make the donation for the Rabiel Owl appeal, you just go to our website, islamicforumonline.com, and go to the donate page, and you'll see the different options there. One of the buttons says Rabiel Owl automated donation. So Rabiel Owl, you'll click on that, inshallah. So, and also Sister Shaniza Mohanlal uh, and Brother Akram Mohanlal for the Rabiul Awal donation. We thank them for doing so. Sister Bibi Khan uh, for the Rabiul Awal donation. Siti uh, Hawa Vivian for the Rabiul Awal donation. Uh, Sister Abid and Sister Shamayla for the Rabiul Awal donation. Sister Zairul and family for the Rabiul Awal donation. Sidi Saad 
Mohammedan family for the Rabiul Awal donation. Siti Yasmin Ahmed from New York for the Rabiul Awal donation. Sidi Mahmoud Al Hassan from St. John's, Newfoundland for the Rabiul Awal donation. Siti uh, Safiya Pessoa from Miramar, Florida for the Rabiul Awal donation, inshallah. May Allah bless all of them and all of you. Uh, and we also want to recognize uh, today uh, those who responded to the Juma appeal. Alhamdulillah, there are several brothers and sisters responded to the Juma appeal, uh, including uh, Nazran Najibuddin. Nazran Najibuddin from Pickering. Uh, we thank you for the special Juma appeal. Uh, Brother Siddiq Khan from Toronto for the Juma appeal. Thanks. Uh, our dear brother Patrick Wilson and family for the Juma appeal today and giving it specifically for the new masjid building fund. Uh, that's a wonderful thing to do. Uh, so you, you, you increase your blessings, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu build for you a, a mansion in Jannah. This is what the Prophet says in Hadith Man banna lillahi masjidan, banna Allahu lahu baitan fil Jannah. If you build a masjid for Allah in this dunya, Allah subhanahu build for you a mansion, a palace your dream home in Jannah. Uh, Sister Amara Suhail, for the new Masjid Building Fund, we thank you for your donation, inshallah. And Sister Amara Suhail from Stouville in Ontario. Uh, Brother Mohsin Jamil from Brampton for the new Masjid Building Fund. May Allah subhanahu wa bless you. And Siti uh, Hawa Vivian from Los, Los Angeles, California, for the Juma appeal. May Allah enrich you many more times. Siti Imran Durani and family for the Juma appeal. Uh, Brother Riaz Ahmed for the Juma appeal. Brother Asif Hassan for the Juma appeal. Uh, Brother William Akbar from Milledgeville in Georgia, uh, in the United States, for the Juma appeal. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless Brother William Akbar and his family for his donation to the Islamic Forum. And uh, Sister Brenda Williams again from Harlem, New York, for the Juma appeal. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless Sister Brenda Williams and enrich her many, many more times than her donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Shahriyar Mahmoud and family from Mississauga for the Juma appeal. May Allah subhanahu wa bless you. Uh, Sister Narissa Dean uh, and her entire family, uh, the Dean family, we thank all of you for your donation. May Allah bless uh, Sister Narissa uh, for the Juma appeal and for the new Masjid Building Fund. Uh, we also want to thank and recognize Siti Khatul bin Zamanuddin from Seattle, Washington in the United States for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Sister Shakila Majid from Pembroke Pines in Florida for her donation to the Islamic Forum. I make dua for Shifa. She recently had an eye surgery. Uh, so make dua Allah subhanahu wa bless her with Shifa and Taman. Uh, Sister Abed and Sister Shamayla from Manchester, 
United Kingdom for the Juma appeal. May Allah SWT bless you. Brother Jafar Jaradat for the monthly appeal. So this is another of the options we have uh, for the monthly appeal that you can do this. You get uh, your blessing every month for that appeal, inshallah. Brother Zulfikar Ghani for the monthly appeal to the Islamic Forum. May Allah SWT bless you for your generous donation, everyone. Uh, Brother Zulfikar Beg for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Sister Asi Rajab, my niece from Florida, for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Sami Sheikh from Montreal for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti Safiya Pessoa from Miramar, Florida for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Once again, Siti Khatul bin Zamanuddin from Seattle, Washington for another donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti Rani Rahman for his donation to the Islamic Forum. May Allah SWT bless all of them. So these are some of the names I want to recognize today. Praying that Allah SWT bless them and bless you, all of you. Alhamdulillah. Those are uh, the names we want to in include, inshallah. Though all those who entered the names in the chat. We hope all of you can do this every day. Enter your name in the chat. Uh, name and city where you're from, and uh, your updates on the project, gratitude project, salawat project, Quran project, inshallah. And, and so now we'll make dua. I, I mentioned all those who requested dua. Also, the, especially Sidi uh, uh, Shafakat, Sidi Shaf Ali from Rochdale, in, which is near to Manchester in the United Kingdom. Uh, his mother was ill. Uh, we made dua for her these past few days. Uh, her situation deteriorated and she passed away today. She passed away to Mamikdor for her. She passed away in Jum'ah. And, Jum'a, and this is a sign of Husn al Khatima. May Allah SWT bless her with Jannah and grant Sidi Shaf and his family with Sabr and Istikama. So I want to remember them, inshallah. Also, Sidi uh, uh, Afraz, uh, Rahmat from Penal, Halak, and Trinidad in the West Indies. His wife, Siti Amida. Uh, is, is ill, we want to make dua for her shifa, and she's a strong supporter of our tariqa in Trinidad, does, does a lot of hard work, you know, volunteering um, at, at their home, they host uh, vicar gatherings often, and you know, she prepares food for everyone. Uh, Mela bless her with shifa, we want to make special dua for her, and I want to, all of you to, you know, remember these items of the dua so you can have that need to make your dua inshallah and and also for each and every one of you special dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer all your dua bless you bless your family bless your loved ones answer all your dua inshallah and I want to include also my entire family in dua my 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 wife my children uh, the entire family my parents my sisters and everyone uh, include them in dua please remember my mom and dad in your dua inshallah so kindly raise your hands and join me in our dua for today, on this blessed day as we conclude Jum'ah.
Allahumma amin. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بير والسلامة من كل إذن اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرت ولا هما إلا فرجت ولا دينا إلا قديت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قديتها برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ودخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله Amin, amin, amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in tawfiq and kubul and ziyadah. Once again, I want to remind you, now is the final appeal for the Jummah appeal for today, inshallah, that if you haven't already donated something for the Jummah appeal, we kindly request you to do so tonight, after you finish your broadcast momentarily. And to do so, as you know, you go to the Islam Forum website and you make your, you click on the Juma Appeal button, which is one of the options on the donation page, and make your donations, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you for so doing. The best charity in the week is the charity of Juma. The best time to give a charity in the week is on Juma Friday. So grab hold of this opportunity to get blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I also want to make special dua uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you from the coronavirus pandemic protect you, your family, your loved ones from all sources of harm. May Allah subhanahu wa shower his special blessings on you. May Allah subhanahu wa uh, keep you on the path that he's pleased with the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Uh, and uh, do remember to reach out to your family members, your relatives, your friends and other Muslims you know. So invite them to look at the program every day with you, inshallah. And so until we meet again, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you in the special shade of his divine mercies. I mean, until then, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.